0: Welcome to the Momgasm Podcast, blending motherhood, self-connection, sensuality, and pleasure, normalizing what it means to be a mother and a sexual being. This week on the Momgasm Podcast, we're talking all things dates. I got a little bit wild and reckless and joined a little app called Tinder, which sparked a deep wild wonderful conversation about dates past, present and future. Enjoy. To do the whole fucking song and dance and go on the dates and do the things. Um I'm probably gonna go on at least one or two because, A, podcast experiment, B, curiosity. Mm. Like, it's that, like, what is that like? Because mm. I'm so far removed from it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, even when I was dating people, like, that's not, we didn't, we were fucking kids. We didn't date. We mm-hmm. went to each other's basements and fingered each other awkwardly while watching movies. Yep. Right? Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's no dating involved.
1: No, like it's so weird. Yeah, it's, I know. I, yeah, that, that's um, I'll be really curious to know what the experience is like for you. Right?
2: Yeah.
0: Well, it's like it's so funny because it's like in the brief moment in that brief moment where like there was a literal date on the calendars. I had that like, holy shit. <laughs> what do I wear? I mean, what do I do with my hair? Do I wear makeup? Do I shave for the first time in five years? Like, I had this, like, influx of, like, all oh. of this shit that has not even been on the radar for so many years.
1: That's interesting. Mm-hmm. It was really weird. How when you put yourself out there to meet other people romantically, how you, so much about your your confidence, your security changes. Right? Because you're like... Oh.
2: Oh, they you don't obviously
1: want to impress someone, but then when that's taken off the plate when you're just like, no, I'm you know, I'm not really I don't care about dating anyone. it's not on my radar. you're just you are imbued with all of this confidence. yeah, and you don't care what other people think. yeah, it's interesting how we switched that that's way.
0: Funny. I did like it was funny. I had walked myself down off the ledge, because I was like I'm not fucking shaving for anybody. that's yeah. ridiculous and I was like, oh, whatever well, where? Um, I was like I'll wear whatever I'm comfortable in and what I was Maybe. like oh, Jeff and I can have a time like picking out what I should wear because that would be like a fun <gasps> no. a fun like pre-date activity um,
1: yeah it's just so, so much unchartered territory which is
0: why it excites me like that's why it's it, there's this like thing that's enticing me to to check it out and like play mm. around mm. but as far as actually like going home and fucking somebody I don't think so also hilarious but kind of not. But for me, it was hilarious. Get Tinder. 12 hours later, there's a syphilis outbreak announcement. So wait, what? So, like on Did Tinder? That? No. What? <laughs> so there's, there's a, the, um, Oh, Halifax, like public health or something, put out a public service announcement that there is a syphilis outbreak right now. So if you are fucking around with people, play safe friends. Because this is, yeah, I think there was 80 people in the last year diagnosed with syphilis. Holy shit. Which is a lot. Whoa. Yeah. So. But it was just, it was just (laughs) funny to me that I'm like sleeping with other people or like fooling around with other people or like dating other people was just like not on my radar at all. So it's like, I've not had to think about STIs at all. Oh my God. At all for 18 years. No, not 18 years. Since I was 18. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Words are hard <laughs> when I'm tired. But I haven't, like, had to think about this
2: yeah.
0: in forever. And then the moment, the moment that I, like, put myself back in the dating pool, big glaring announcement of
1: uh, syphilis. Syphilis. syphilis in the water! <laughs> <laughs> don't drink the water!
0: <laughs> don't drink the so <laughs> don't, don't drink the cow. you'll get syphilis. <laughs> right anyway i so i like screenshot it i think it was on i don't know if it was halifax noise that shared it or it somebody else but i like screen grabbed it and sent it to jeff and i was like so get tw- get get tinder 12 hours later this happens it's like is this a sign yeah is that a sign for the universe <laughs> go back to your home yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> retreat retreat
2: <laughs> And then I
0: spent, like, uh, probably 20 minutes, like, refreshing on, like, oh protecting yourself against God. STIs, which was really funny. Whoa. I was like, oh, wow. I, again, have not had to think about any of this wow. in a million years.
1: Fuck. Yeah. Me either. It's weird, eh? Very weird. Very weird. It's weird, because, like, when you get married if you're marrying and and um, you're very committed to monogamy or you just haven't even thought about anything else, you haven't thought about the alternatives, you don't at all think that that's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Like you don't even imagine it. You just think, there's so many of us who think that when we get married that it's just, that's the be all end all. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. forever committed to this one person when in reality you can be married and still see other people. Mm-hmm. That's a choice. We all have choices to make. Mm. and i remember when we got married there was so much that i myself felt like i needed to to like rewrite the narrative of like what it means to be a wife mm. because i remember so many of my friends were like oh you're married oh, now God. you're going to stop having sex and i was like 23 what? oh yeah so many people were like you guys are going to stop having sex i feel it's like we also i feel like we
0: also got a little bit of that too or so, or like casual conversations or, like, one-liners of, like, so does your sex life die now?
1: Oh, yeah. Like, I remember working at Starbucks, because I just started working at Starbucks before we got married, and is it, this was, I think I got, so I started at Starbucks in June, and then we got married the month after, in July. So this, I don't know if this happened before or after, it was very close, but I remember I was at the bar, and I was about to hand someone their latte, and she was she must have been, like, a regular. I'm not really sure why she would ask me this question or why we got in the conversation. I feel like this is, like, 80% of our customers yeah. are like,
0: how did this happen? Like, how, how did are- that
1: happen? Yeah. We <laughs> had a lot of weird conversations in Starbucks. <laughs> but we somehow got in the conversation of me being married, and then she asked how old I was, and I said, I'm 23, and I was just like, why would you do that? Oh, What a terrible thing to say. Right. She's like, you... What did she say? She's like, you're so young. Why would you do that when you could be doing so many other things? And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, just because I'm married doesn't mean that I can't go and do everything that I want to do. I was like, I am just now have my favorite person alongside with me. Right? Like, how does that stop me from uh, doing all the things that I want to do? But in hindsight, I didn't apply that thought process to my sexuality, say, to my romantic she, I if life. They
0: meant like now you can't do all the people that you could be doing twenty four. You know what?
1: Young. Maybe that's exactly what she thought because I would thought she meant like traveling, getting you know, doing career oriented things. Sense. You know, so that I was like, you're fucking dumb. <laughs> but on the other sense of like, if I want to go fuck a bunch of people, you're still dumb because I can still go fuck a bunch of people. As long as I have my husband who consents to it. But like <laughs> Moral of the story,
0: Starbucks lady, you're fucking dumb. You're fucking dumb. <laughs> let's hope that you've had an enlightenment between now and
1: then. Yeah, let's hope. I don't know. Oh she was God, pretty that's old, I'm pretty really sure. funny
0: to me. Yeah.
1: Um
0: yeah. yeah, Starbucks was like the breeding ground for inappropriate unsolicited advice.
1: Oh man. Great. Do you remember something had happened? I don't know if it was in like the Starbucks world, but something had happened where there was something kind of like racial tension that had happened and they were encouraging Starbucks workers to have conversations about racial diversity within the workplace. And they're like, if someone comes up to you and they ask you a question about what's happened, we encourage you to have that conversation with them and talk about racism and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, uh, I, I, when was this? I don't know and I don't remember what it was about but I remember me I was and the co-workers, I don't even know if it was here in Halifax or London, but all but whoever I was with was like, this is ridiculous. I don't want to engage in a conversation about racism while I'm trying to make coffees. Like, this is my job. Like, I just want to make coffees and leave. <laughs> like, I don't want to have a political copies. conversation. I think this was when I lived in London. I'm pretty sure this is when I lived in London. I feel like I vaguely remember some sort of, like,
0: big <gasps> internet blow up. There was. There's something. was getting kicked out of the store. Yes!
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Someone was getting kicked out of the store, and it spurred a really. They like took a
0: video of it, and they said that they were getting kicked out because yeah. they were a person of color. Yeah. And anyway, I remember that the like Starbucks solution when it was like publicized, it's, like we're encouraging our employees to have these conversations at work and stuff, which I'm like, I good. Yes. Yeah. Like, it's, it's good to support that. But yeah, to say, like, engage in those conversations as
1: an employee yeah.
0: with a customer, I'm like, yeah. um... Like,
1: I, I felt comfortable a lot of the time just talking about, like, my personal life and things like that. You know, like, I'm there to do a job, yeah. you know, at the end of the day. Like, that's just to make me money. Yes, I'm going to connect with the person and ask them how they are. Right. But I don't want to, like, at the same time, while I'm making frappuccinos, be engaged in a really complicated political conversation. Oh, my like, God. Frappuccinos making
0: frappuccinos? Can you even, like... <laughs> Get a goddamn sentence oh, out! Fuck no. This is the most convoluted, complicated, <laughs> garbage drink. Absolutely, Frappuccino happy hour, like is uh. what makes everyone want it. To... I feel like we've talked about this. We've on talked the fucking about so show. many Starbucks so before memories. because it's like in between like, oh my god, between the parade uh. of lights shenanigans. Oh, the pretty little And lights. Frappuccino yeah. Happy Hour.
1: I remember when the S'mores Frappuccino came out. I don't. I the, wasn't there. You weren't there. I was living in London. And I remember when it came out and it was mayhem. And especially the day where it was like, Bogo, Frappuccino, buy one, get one free. And it was just an onslaught. I I can't imagine what the unicorn Frappuccino shenanigans was like. Unicorn Frappuccino.
0: You, I don't think you... I think this was past your Starbucks days. But it was like this social media craze where like for a week... They had these unicorn frappuccinos, and it was like they were v- vibrant, like pink and turquoise colors, and they had like sprinkles and sparkles. And no, I wasn't there. They were that ridiculous, up. but I'm like, I can't yeah. imagine the hell that these poor baristas are experiencing making these bullshit frappuccinos.
1: Yeah. Uh, there was the wor- So corporations suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Support small business basically, <laughs> yeah.
2: Anyway. Especially <laughs> yeah. Especially
0: on your dates, yeah. Especially on your dates. This took me a minute. Took me a minute. <laughs> I was like, How do I segue this? How do
1: I? Oh, <laughs> yes. So, don't go to Starbucks on your dates, please. No, go to Except a small for business. So many people do, yeah. Uh. Do they? Because I don't date. I have no idea. <laughs> I, well,
0: I'll let you know. Maybe yeah. I'll intentionally take some people to Starbucks. Like, is this what the cool kids do now? <laughs> no.
1: No. So, yeah, you are now doing, you're on Tinder.
2: You on, are on venturing
0: Tinder? into the world of be- dating. Venturing into, temporarily, I don't think it's going to be, I don't think it's yeah. going to be a long-lived experiment. No. Um, I attempted to sign up for Hinge today and it just felt like too much pressure. Okay, what's that? Hinge is another dating app dating app um their slogan is like the dating app that we want you to delete or something like you're gonna find your long-term buddy oh um but it's weird because it like runs in social circles and stuff so it's like if you know people it like recommends people based on who you know and it's like you have to put a prompt with all of your pictures which feels like way too much pressure for me because i'm not very serious. Like I'm not, but also not. Hmm. Like it's so like some of the prompts are like jokes and shit, and you're like I I'm not cool enough for this.
1: But it's obviously, is it's that you have to put a lot of attention and time into it. It's more like you know that fucking plenty of fish. <laughs> <Everybody else? laughs> I feel like it's an updated Plenty of Fish. Like, uh, wanting no. you to really flush it out.
0: I feel like it's classier than that. Well,
1: I I hope. But again, <laughs> plenty, plenty of Fish is still around, bud. Oh, man. It's still well, around. all of them Plenty of Fish? Fucking... Match.com. Match.com! Yeah! <laughs> and there was, like, Christian so, Singles. To...
0: Chris, Christian Mingle.
1: Christian Mingle! <laughs>
0: Good Christian mingle, Christ, Christian mingle, uh, uh, and then there was like painfully specific ones that I think are still yeah. around. Um, yeah. There's also fat life,
1: fat life, yeah, <laughs> that's still not still out there, that's not down
0: strong. I feel like that one's not
1: Craigslist.
0: That's still going. Craigslist.
1: Are we gonna like put a
0: Kajiji ad up there yes. to get to... that fucking still happens? Jesus, still happens. Oh my god, maybe I'll try that. Too. Maybe I'll try that method. Um but yeah it's it's like it's weird to think about dating uh and I wonder like I was I was kind of gonna have this conversation with Jeff at some point I wonder if part of my draw to the idea of going on dates right now is because dating feels so inaccessible in Mm. our life situation at the moment Mm. which is sad to say
1: (laughs) Mm. It's very sad to being, say. Being, what, like being married with a mom and two kids?
0: Um, not the being married, not necessarily being a mom. It's like the stage that our kids are in. So like so Alexis is easy. Um, she'll go with anybody.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That it sounds terrible, but she will. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Fallon, on the other hand, is still not going to sleep on her own
1: wakes up frequently yeah and so so time as well you know like it's it's carving out that time around your children family really you have a family
0: it's not it's not even necessarily the time it's that there's not a person who's capable of doing the things that need to be done for Fallon like it's yeah the, the time is not the problem like we could we've gone on a few brunch dates And stuff like that, because during the day, it's easy. So, like, on the weekend, um, either my parents can take them or... I (laughs) have a cat in my blanket. Either my parents can take them or my uh, in-laws can take them, or my mother-in-law
1: specifically.
0: Mm. Um, However, doing a brunch date is not that exciting to me. Mm. Like, I'm at a point where it's like we've been so starved for the whole date experience hmm. if you know what i mean like like the do the thing come home and not be bombarded with kids so and being...
1: are you relating this to to you dating other people or are you and jeff specifically dating like going on dates with each other like you're getting you want something new and you also want to try dating other people too in an ideal world like i
0: i would just be dating jeff a lot we were going We'd on be dates, going a lot and, of dates. And like doing doing the things. Mm. Um I think I'd still want to try dating somebody else just for the novelty and like again I'm like, ooh, what is this like? This yeah, is absolutely new. absolutely. Um and I'm like, I wanna try everything once. Yeah. Uh yeah, like right now, going going on evening dates is not mm. not really a, a possible. And even if we do, like we have this like very short window yeah. where it's like, we could probably go for two hours and then so, we have okay. to get home and then we have to put Fallon to sleep and like do the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's made going out in the evening with Jeff feel like it's not yeah. worth it because it's like, we don't want to go invest the money in like having a good date together and then just come home and do the same fucking shit all over again mm-hmm. and like still not be able to go have loud, amazing sex in our bed because mm-hmm. there's a fucking toddler at the end of it. So I think that's kind of part of the reason that I'm like, well, if I can't date you and like go out and have drinks with you somewhere, well, then maybe it would be fun to go and have drinks with other people Mm -hmm. and like, see what that's like and see if like, I just need to be dating
2: Mm -hmm. in this
0: period of my life. So, I mean,
1: that's a great, um, um, great observation, I think, because Dating, there is something obviously that is beneficial mm. to people, you know, getting out, being yeah. social, having that, having, getting to meet someone brand new yeah. and getting to know a brand new person, whether that is you want to romantically get to know the person yeah. or just on a platonic level, right? but there as human beings, we, I think we need to be, there is a, we've lost touch with that our social lives in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's now transitioned to being online. So I think there's this really huge influx of people using Tinder to get out, to meet new people. And it's working. Like mm-hmm. everyone I know is fucking on it. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, as a, as a mom of two as well mm-hmm. and married for eight, seven years and together for 12 years, you know, I, I also don't really have a really huge social life. I want mm-hmm. like, I hear of like people who are single and they're like, I went on this date and I went out with right? these people and I did that this weekend. I'm doing this tomorrow. I'm like, wow. Right. So like, I get the appeal of your observation of saying like, you know, is it just that I need that social, yeah. um, that social relief, you know, to get out and just socialize. Right. right? And
0: also like have the, have the ritual of like, Getting ready for a date, yeah, like that. That like that bubbly excitement, excitement the of like, oh yeah, this is mm. gonna be a thing. Like, mm-hmm. gonna get my shit together. I'm gonna put a bra on, maybe, yeah. <laughs> like, just, just that, like, oh, fuck. I'll perk my tits, ah. right? And yeah, so like, there's, there's just something, yeah, appealing, and it's, it's like I'm definitely, both Jeff and I are like starved for dating right now. Like, we're Ooh. very. We're frequently talking about like what we wish we could be doing, which I recognize is not really helpful Mm. um, because there is plenty that we could do now Mm. within the parameters that we're living in. But at the same time, we're so over it.
1: Mm. (laughs) We're just so over it. So over what?
0: Just doing the same. What's your saying? What is this thing that you do?
1: What is this thing? What is this? What is this saying? What is this thing that you do? (laughs) Tell me, Moa. Tell me
0: everything. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Like, um, the rushed brunch date. Oh, right. Or the, um, I don't know, like sitting, watching a movie together at home. Mm. Which, again, I just don't like Mm -hmm. anyway. Um... I don't like sitting and watching stuff. I'm not a person who wants to go to the movies on a date. Mm. I'm like, what the, what the fuck? Yeah. Why? Yeah. I feel like we're wasting it. Like, yeah, sure, the movie might
1: be good, but I'm not here for the fucking movie.
2: Yeah, there you go. I'm here for you.
1: I mean, some people might because they might not have something to talk about with that person right? that they're like, with. So a movie might take off that social anxiety. Like my introverted husband. <laughs> well, there you go. Right? But you, on the other hand... No, you, like, you like talking. Tell me a story. There you go. Tell me a story. <laughs> oh, I don't want to watch a fucking movie. Like, I just,
0: it's it feels weird to me to go meet somebody new or connect with somebody who's like relatively new or somebody maybe that you know mm. and like sit in a room in silence mm. beside each other, adjacent. Mm. Like, I just. Mm-hmm. It right. seems so. What's the point to me? Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes we're like, oh, let's like have a little date night at home and watch a movie. And I'm like, but I don't fucking like this shit. My mm. cat is like yelling to get out. Just the slowest like saunter out of the room <laughs> while purring. He's like, that's what cats do. A little butt wiggle. He's like, look at my nuts. <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> very prominent cat
1: nuts. <laughs> it's funny that you that you know when you said when you messaged me today and said. Jeff had this idea of, of talking about dating. My immediate reaction was what <laughs> dating other people is like because I have no experience with <laughs> that. Ever. Because yeah, again, high school, you know, just fingering each other in a basement. Like that that is also my experience. Fucking in a tent, fucking outside in a field. Right. Like, <laughs> right. No dating. Or like
0: terribly <gasps> awful house parties. Yes. Where you just get raging yes. drunk.
1: And throw up over each other. Oh, it was great. Teenage years. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was considered a date. If you and the guy you liked were both wasted at the same party and talked to each other and sloppily kissed, yes. that was a successful date. That was a win. win. That, was that, a win. Was a that was a fucking win. win. I,
0: you would wake up the next day and be like, if I remember, I'm going to brag about this to <laughs> all my friends. <laughs> Chances are I'm probably not going to remember. Or I'll have Fuck. like big blank spots.
2: Because
0: <sighs> yeah. everybody loved the fucking Smirnoff Ice. Right.
1: Yeah, that it's it's um it's funny cuz Ollie and I we we um I think I've talked to you about this but we're currently mm-hmm. dating each other right now and we've mentioned multiple times how refreshing it is to like actually be dating each other like because we didn't we we met each other we liked each other for a year and there was a lot of back and forth I remember like we would write each other little notes in high school Aww. and that kind of stuff and meet each other in between classes and do the whole like giggly thing. And then the first time that we fucked, the next day we were like, so I guess we're dating. And then that was it. Yeah. And then it was just like bang, bang, bang. Like there was no, I don't know. There was just, there was none of what we have today. Yeah. Um, none of what our, our single friends or friends who are in relationships, who are, who are actively dating, you know, there was none of that. And so we are in this period where we're, like, rewriting a lot of our history by by dating each other all over again. And it's been amazing. Like, we, on, I think it was New Year's Eve, we had our first kiss, which was, like, it was amazing. And, like, right now I'm really obsessed with Harry Styles' new album, Fine Line, and so was Ollie. And I'm like, <gasps> I know, Harry Styles, like, I... <laughs> But he is an amazing album. I could talk about it for a full episode, but anyway. (laughs) But the song She from the album was playing, it was like this really sexy song. And like that whole day that I was listening to the whole album, and... I remember feeling that like I was, I was happy with where I am happy with where we are, but I was craving more intimacy Mm. with Oliver. And like, I was feeling like, you know, I I think I'm ready to take it to the next step. Like we've been kind of courting each other and like getting to know each other and like what the other person likes and what they don't like Mm. and spending a lot of quality time with one another. But like, I think I'm ready to take a step further. And so that song came on and we just started to like slow dance and then we had like the most passionate kiss, and it was like, it was like a first fucking kiss. I'm like like cr- I'm literally
0: weeping a like, little bit, <laughs> and my pussy is tingling. <laughs> oh my
1: like, god! It was. Am- I remember. I remember my eyes were closed, and I remember like seeing like this gold filigree like growing, and I like all these butterflies were happening. I was like, oh, okay, like I am definitely. still attracted to you (laughs) like that has not gone away and like this is for sure the right thing that we're doing and I remember that night we were like making uh we made little paper masks um out of old snowflakes that we had for the boys and we're like dancing around and it was just like incredible and I feel like I'm really giddy right now. You of are talking and it's about awesome. this, and I'm also like
0: doing that thing where I'm like, hey, can't
1: dance tonight. Like my
0: face fucking hurts.
1: <laughs> but it's um, it's honestly, you know, Ollie and I were in a really horrible, really horrible spot in October, and I really didn't know if we were gonna make it. And I mm-hmm. I was trying not to put any focus on that at all. I was trying not to think about the next day, and I am. So happy that we made the decision to start dating each other mm. again. And I remember someone in the the den had I forget what they were talking about. They were talking about I think you had put it out there or someone did what our um 2020 resolutions were about our sexuality mm. and our relationships oh, or whatever.
0: Yeah, I think I know who it was.
1: Yeah, yeah. And someone had posted something about maybe their relationship and like wanting to know what others are doing for their relationship mm. or I don't know. And I posted about Ollie and I and how I am just, you know, I am so happy that we have decided to start dating each other again. And it's never too late. Like, if you're in a spot in your relationship, doesn't matter how long it's been, and the romance is gone or the connection is gone, or maybe there is a lot of connection and romance, but maybe you're looking for something deeper, start da- dating each other again. Like, court each other. Take each other on dates. like. Ollie and I. It's, okay. <laughs> it's like bad timing. It's okay. Ollie and I, we, um, we've made it a, a goal that every month we have a minimum of two, two dates and we have like a creative night together every month um, where we just go down the basement, we turn on the twinkly lights, put on some good music, get some really good food. And we just like talk, we make mm. art and, or maybe, I don't know, we will dance or maybe we'll have like a tarot reading mm. or we'll meditate or, but it's, we said to each other the night, like, how can we never, ever put this amount of effort into a relationship before? Like, mm. we're both creative people. We both have so many similarities, but we never had the awareness to say, we enjoy these things as individuals. Well, Why aren't we doing them together? Mm. Like we just went down the route of what it, of what everyone thought you should do on a date. You go see the movie. Mm. You go for dinner. You come home and you fuck. Mm. And I fucking hated it. I dreaded like Valentine's Day. I dreaded all the dates because I knew like I just hated following that fucking mm. narrative. Yeah. That's that story trope of of what I was supposed to do and how I was supposed to look. Mm. And I'm so happy that we're like, fuck this. Like, let's, let's actually do the things that we love and do them together. Make time to do it together. Mm. Like, put in the fucking effort. And, like, now we've started having sleepovers with each other. And it's, like, it's the best. Like, so we have a basement. And in our basement, we have, um, we have, like, a, these, these two twin beds. And you can put them side by side to make a king. And... Um, you moved the beds together? We're gonna move the beds. We were gonna do it tonight and have a sleepover <sighs> move the beds together. But I, I was like, well, I'm gonna be out late tonight and I gotta get up really early tomorrow morning. Um, So I was like, maybe tomorrow night, we should do it tomorrow night. So we're gonna have like, you know, a cute little night and have a sleepover. not I know! And I'm like, I'm excited. Like, there is excitement in my relationship. Like, I've always loved Dolly and we've always had fun together, but... Especially after we became parents, you know that excitement went away. Like we didn't, mm. we went, didn't have the opportunities to go out at night. We didn't have the opportunities to mm. to do all the things we used to do to spontaneously take an adventure somewhere mm. to get away for a weekend, just fucking spontaneously. Mm. And we couldn't do that anymore. Like, well, you mean what I'm currently exactly? <laughs> so it's like we just then decided to to do as much as we could with the opportunities Mm. with with the time the resources that we have and most of the time we are home and but we're really putting in that effort to still date each other like Mm. we had a candlelight dinner with curry the other night and and talked for hours and like this is you know I love that you're, you' you are bringing intention and awareness into being more social and saying you know mm. Jeff and I need to do that together mm. And I think that so many of us who are in long-term relationships we just we get comfortable yeah. in what we already know mm. and we, even though we, we yearn for what we don't have, it's hard to break out of that comfort zone yeah. like it, you know Ollie and I we had to because everything came to a halt. And we didn't know if we were going to be together. Mm. And so it was like, we've got to put in the effort. So all the things that we've been wanting to do over the years, let's just fucking put in the work and do it. Mm. And I, I, you know, I, I I, wish that we didn't wait. I wish that we were putting in this effort all along, mm. you know, to, to to have those beautiful nights of connecting with each other while painting or meditating, like... I'm happy we're doing it now, but to think about all of the opportunities that we've missed over the years of being able to do that and to Mm -hmm. connect so deeply in all the ways that I wish we always had, you know, it's like, fuck, like, I wish I could have, like, I wish I could go back in time and, like, smack myself in the head, like, I wonder. I wonder, though, if
0: you would be having the same experience that you're having now had you not had that falling out or had you not gone through all of the healing processes that you've been going through in the last year and a half or more yeah right like it's it's i feel like it wouldn't i feel like you wouldn't have been at a place where you'd be able to have the same type of meaningful connection or
1: raw connection that Mm. you're you're deeply enjoying now Mm. then yeah you're totally right because we obviously weren't being authentic to our true selves, and and we're putting in the effort into ourselves. You know, mm. I think we're able to have these these really beautiful connecting nights and days together because we're putting in the work into ourselves. Well, you have to date yourself first. There you go, RuPaul. <laughs> <laughs> if
0: you can't love yourself, how the hell are you gonna love somebody else? Can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> And scene. Um, but yeah, like you, you have to, you have to yeah. be able to date yourself. And one thing, I think this is what, this is another thing that's really interesting for me for like where we are. Cause it's like, as much as we're not dating in the capacity of what I understand dating to be, like being able to go out and be spontaneous or take a trip or have a weekend away or all of the things that I would love to do with him right now and that he would love to do with me right now, we're... We've been in this interesting, like, growth trajectory over the last year and a half, two years, especially, where he's kind of coming into his own mm. in a really big way, which is then mm. allowing us to have those, like, m- micro moments together, which are a lot- So, like, we've been dancing in the kitchen together, which is something that we've never done before. But these are things that we're doing, like... With the kids around. So it's like we're dancing, all like, I'll just fucking grind up on him in the middle of the day in the kitchen while we're making food. Or like we're just joking more and we're laughing together more and we're having. Playing. We're playing a lot more, but we're also having like deep conversations a lot more. Like we've had two really deep conversations on the fucking podcast for people, which are like conversations that probably wouldn't have ever happened like five Mm. years ago. Mm. And like we sat down and we had a massive conversation before we downloaded Tinder together and like what our boundaries were and what we wanted and what was okay and what wasn't okay and like what that was going to look like. And and how could we be excited for one another if we do end up taking this on intimate conversations with new people or like actually going out and having dates and what that was going to look like and like kind of building our own enjoyment and experience and like dating adjacent to these like outings that I might be potentially having with other people or that he maybe will have at some point with other people so it's it's like we're we're finding a way to have that kind of same excited dating energy and like deep connection in out of the box scenarios where I'm like, well, I can't do the things that I know I need Mm -hmm. in like, cause I'm a fucking extrovert and I need to get the hell out of the house and like do the things Mm. and connect with people on a deep level. But I'm able to find that with other people or in out of the box scenarios while you're alongside with me, like partaking in in the experience in a different Mm. way. Mm -hmm. Um, But we're, we're doing, it's funny, we do like these like big, big dates every like once in a while. So it's like on Sunday, we're going we're getting photos
1: done again. Oh. So are, the, are these like boudoir? Uh, I think we're gonna get naked. <gasps>
2: this is
1: really exciting.
0: This is really exciting. Yeah, so we... It's funny, because it's, like, it was super unexpected. A friend of mine did a post that she was looking for models, and I was like, bitch, any time. Any time. And then she was like, "I'm at, like, I'm looking for couples, too. Would you, like... I was like, oh my god, Jeff would totally... I was like, we'd love to do this again. Because we had so much fun. We had so much fun. Like, we're, one of the things that I wanted to talk about is, like, best dates. Best dates we've ever had. And I have, like... Oh. I have two highlight date moments. Okay. And, like, one of one of my best dates was the boudoir session that we did. Yeah. Like, the intimate photo session where, like... We had two bottles of wine. We were with my best friend. And it's funny, because it, like, it involved a third person. So <laughs> I'm like, what does this mean? But it was this like exciting, new, wild experience that we got to do together. And it was also not just the experience but all of the deep conversations that we had about Mm. what that was gonna be like what we wanted to wear what poses did we want to do what are things that we think are super hot are we gonna be nervous are we gonna blah 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 that happened before too so it's like the lead up and then the actual experience and then like the fallout of like the conversation of how was that for you well you killed it your energy was awesome like all of that stuff so that was like amazing for us and so i'm really excited that we get to like do do it again but it's like different photographer different location and different outfit choices so she had she had said um because when when we confirmed when i was like yeah we can do it my mother-in-law can watch the kids wow we're we are yours essentially (laughs) i said what like what should i wear what like makeup or no makeup like what are you thinking she's like honestly we can do whatever you want but these are some of the things that i'm thinking and she sent me some pictures and like i think half of them they were nude in them and i was like oh and then i there was some sort of like sly joke that was made where um i don't know but some some joke of like it takes a lot to get me to blush or something and jeff was like i'm walking in dick out now (laughs)
1: You do it, babe. Just slick
0: it wow. just fucking I was like, I'll bring the strap on. No, I'm not, I'll match. <laughs> just whatever. I not Be aware. Put the strap on on the table. I'm like,
1: what? Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's like, it's. I'm really, I'm super, I'm super excited for it. Cause oh, it's, man. It's just like, these are the kind of things that give me an opportunity to, like, see him, like, come into his Mm. masculine and, like, be that confident, sexy piece of ass that I know Mm. he is. I mean, he's more than just that, but I also like when he's, like, reveling in in that. Mm -hmm. Um. So, yeah, I'm, like, and and this is spontaneous because it's, like, we didn't know that this was going to happen. It wasn't planned. It was just, like, ooh, opportunity. Let's snag it. Can we make it happen? So, that's exciting. But, like, my other really highlight date moment which is something that we can't actively do right now is for our anniversary i think it was how old are my children two maybe three years ago yeah
1: that'll be two and yeah so i
0: want to say it was three years ago because i wasn't pregnant yet okay was i i don't know (laughs) uh don't think I was praying because so we got really drunk. So. Hey.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but we, our anniversary happens around the time of Nocturne. Oh, right. And so yeah. my father-in-law had won this, like, night stay at the Marriott at some silent auction that he went to and he gifted it to us. He was like, here, have this, go, go. Uh, Corrine's going to watch Alexis. Wow. And so what we did is we went and we booked the room for the night of nocturne. So we like went to the highwaymen and we sat down and we had like some charcuterie together mm. and I had like some frilly fucking drink and he had a beer, and we, like, sat, and we drank, and we talked, and we were giddy, and we were stupid. And we were like, oh, when's nocturne going to start? I don't know. What time is it? Ooh, do you see people yet? Like, just being like, yeah. ah! <laughs> And then we went, and we, like, walked around the city together, and we were holding hands, and it was like we were, like, newly dating or something. Aww. Like, it was just this, like, super bubbly energy. And we walked around, and we had a really great time. And then after, instead of going back to the hotel right away we went and stopped into the speakeasy so we went to noble um for the first time ever like we have oh. never gone and it was funny because neither of us wanted to like give the password
1: because we we're like <laughs> it's so like, awkward like this is fucking stupid i don't want to like do.
0: and i made him do it which is funny because i'm the extrovert and he's the introvert but i i'm an extrovert with like social anxiety which is really <laughs> weird like it's a strange combination <gasps> But I made him do it, and finally he was like, wah, 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 wah. and he did it. And then we like get whisked away downstairs to the basement, and we were like, "This is really cool." Yeah. I mean, I know we don't get out much, but this is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> and we had like we had another drink, and then we like got like Tostitos or something. We like hit up the grocery store on the way back. I think I don't remember if we like w- walked or how we got food. I don't remember <laughs> entirely. <laughs> At what point we went to the grocery store, but at some point in that night we went to the grocery store (laughs) and we bought like tortilla chips and pico de gallo and guacamole and I think we, I think we had a bottle of wine in the room too,
2: but we went
0: and I took, we got back, I took off my pants. And I sat in the bed. There's, like, a picture of me, like, holding a bottle of wine and, like, shoving a, like, pico de gallo-filled chip into my (laughs) mouth. And I was like, what are we doing on our anniversary? This is it. Uh, And we just ate fucking chips. And we watched shitty TV. And then we passed out because we were too drunk and too tired to have sex. Yeah. And then we got up in the morning and we went to brunch. And also didn't have sex because brunch was more important to us.
1: (laughs) But it was, like...
0: It was the best. And it's like, even when we got into the hotel, like, I remember that, like, the first thing I did was I jumped on the bed. Mm. Like, it was just stupid and it was fun and it was cute and it was delightful and it was lovely. And it's like, ever since that night, I'm like, we need to do this like every year when Mm. we don't have a baby. Mm. When we don't have a baby in the house. Mm -hmm. Because it's 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 magic. It's so important. It really is. But yeah, those are like my... My two like most memorable, those are pretty good. Amazing dates.
1: Those are oh, pretty yeah. good. Do you have I'm, any like? I'm trying to think. I, hot memorable date moments. I'm trying to think if like they they lasted like just a day because there's a lot of like awesome getaways that Ollie and I have taken over the last couple of years.
0: Like Digby. Digby baby. Oh.
1: oh. Um. Me some Digby. <laughs> Um, I think recently, yeah, I think they were the most recent ones, the, uh, my birthday weekend was probably one of the best dates we've ever been on. Like that was, oh man, that was right before the trigger. So like mm. I was, you know, me and Ollie were both feeling good. We were jiving. Like everything was amazing. Great sex. Just like everything was just, it was juicy. summer. Oh my God. Like just so juicy. And so it was my birthday weekend. My mom came up to purposely watch the boys that we could have a fucking date night. Yeah. And so like we went all out. I put on... My favorite black dress, which is also Oliver's. So it shows a lot of cleavage, a lot of leg. <laughs> it's like a wraparound dress. And it's just, it's so nice. And we're my favorite pair of heels, my red lips. He was so handsome and like this, um, had like palm trees with short sleeve button up shirt, palm trees on it. And I think he had, I don't know what his pants were, but I remember they fit in real fucking good.
2: Mm.
1: And... We, the first thing we did, we got downtown, we parked the car, we walked to the waterfront, we sat there and we got high. And like being, that was the first time that we, that I had gotten high downtown. Cause like I, up until last year, I really didn't really smoke weed at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like the first time that I got high downtown, especially in the summer on the waterfront. Like it was the most picturesque, perfect night. And the time that
0: we got really high downtown and ate tacos. Oh
1: man. Yes sorry to interrupt your story I just that that was memory, a like, oh my god it's okay i don't know if that was before or after my birthday well, i don't know but, but that, that was, was a great that fucking was time it was so great it's great having legal marijuana oh yes friends um, continue so yeah we got high on the waterfront and then we just took our time walking along the waterfront feeling good and it was like we were all giddy, because, like, we felt really good, and because we were high, we felt like we were in on a secret that no yes. one else knew, and so we were all giddy, and, like, weaving in and out of the crowds, and, like, we also felt like we were, like, we had, like, a bubble around us, and we were watching everyone, but we were in- invisible. No one could see us.
0: <laughs> I hate to tell you, they could definitely see yeah. you.
1: <laughs> so it was, like, it was just it was so much fun just looking at people and laughing, And we made our way up um, into downtown and we went to, um, I think it was either lot six Mm. or the shoe shop. And we sat down, we had a delicious charcuterie board. Mm. I had a champagne. He had, I don't think he drank, I think he just had water. And we just like, we just shot the shit. Mm. You know, we just had. We just hung out with each other. Like, we were high, we were giddy, we were eating amazing food, we were in love. Yes. I remember at one point, as we were walking, I like pulled him into like an alley or something or a doorway <gasps> and we made out. And then we just kept going oh, and yes, nothing happened. It was <laughs> so awesome. And then later that night, after everything had worn off, we got back in the car and because we had to go home, we didn't have a to- hotel. And we decided to go to Point Pleasant because we wanted to try and have sex in the car because we've never had sex in a car before. Really? Never. Ever. I've never had sex with a car even before Ollie. Car? You said with a car. <laughs> in i hope car. you've never had sex with a car. <laughs> I'm not an objective sexual. Not yet anyway. Um, not with cars. Not with cars. But I've never had sex in a car even prior to Ollie. I've never done oh. it. Neither has has he. So we tried to, but Ollie's like six foot four. Yeah. We just we'd have no experience with it. we did try the seats? I think so no, <laughs> I remember my head hitting the roof oh, and no. like my leg was like, it, it's just, it was not the greatest, and, It's awkward, but it was hilarious. Like we had fun doing it. And then we called it quits and went home and I don't even remember if we had sex or not. I mean, maybe, maybe we did. Maybe we just passed out. <laughs> but that was like one of my favorite yes. dates. That was like, that was perfect. And then I think my other one, I'm trying to, you know, I did think of our first wedding anniversary, and that that was pretty awesome. We, we decided to go back to the beach that we got married on, mm. and we took our tent with us, and of course, this is before kids, um, so we t- took a tent. When tenting's still fun. Yeah, when it was still fun, and uh, yeah, you would know. You did that the summer with Fong. the kids. <laughs> Jesus. I remember when you said you were going, I was like, okay, man, good luck. Oh, we're doing it again
0: this year, too.
2: Good for oh. you.
1: But um, so we took the 10, we went back to the beach where we got married, and we also took, I think it was like two grams of shrooms. Nice. And so we had wieners for dinner. Wieners! Did you just say wieners! We had wieners. <laughs> we had camping wieners for dinner. <laughs> It was delicious. (laughs) Wieners and shrooms. Yes. And then we ate our shrooms, took a big old swig of orange juice because they're disgusting to eat. And then we made our way down to the beach and uh, it was a full moon. Oh. We got naked. We were high as fuck. And it was just... Incredible. We just sat in the sand, the the moon was shining on the water, it was lapping against the sand. We were dancing, laughing, stoned out of our minds. But it was like it was incredible. And then we got back to the tent. We tried to have sex, but we were so high that it was just like it was too much. It was just too much. I mean it was fun, but it like it didn't go anywhere. It was just we were just fucking for the sake of fucking, I guess.
0: Um, Which sometimes you just gotta try. You just
1: gotta try. But that was really, really memorable. That was... Yeah, I think that was, like, the most perfect way to celebrate our first anniversary. And, like, we actually went back to the spot where we said our vows. And, like, I walked up the aisle all over again while high on shrooms. (laughs) So it was a totally different perspective this time around. (laughs) That's amazing. But, yeah, other than that, like, recently the the date nights that we've had at home the creative nights where we paint alongside each other and we meditate Mm. and have the deep conversations like those have also been unreal and Mm. more than so just so memorable like those have been some of the most connecting times that we've ever spent with each other
0: it's funny because it's like i guess i would also have to add like recording podcast episodes as date nights yeah right? like that those have also been yes highlights for not just me but also him because it's at the point where like he's continuously asking me to record same episodes. with
1: oliver <laughs> we've been trying to record for a month and he can he said to me the other
0: day he's like when are we going to record again literally so that's why jeff was pitching this idea of doing like a patreon episode of like our tinder exploration of like what that's what that was so if, if you're on patreon that's coming eventually Because it's, like, it's just such an awesome opportunity to prioritize conversation. It's not to say that you need to have a podcast to have good conversations with your partner, but it's been a really good, like, bait for us to do it. And it's, I think there's something about it, especially where, um, and fuck, babe, if you're listening to this, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like... I'm at the point where I can usually suss out a lot of your shit. (laughs) Uh, Like, you can suss out mine. (laughs) But I feel like for him, especially as an introvert, like, having the... Like, there's something about, like, it it being for not just me, like, not just to have a conversation with me, but to, like, do it for my work Mm. that, like, helps... Draw mm. out a conversation mm-hmm. in a deeper way than it might if we were just like shooting yeah, there's the shit. Purpose there, right? Right. Yeah. So he's being a little bit more thoughtful in how things are coming out, which is really, which is really interesting. And it's like every time we record together, I see him get a little bit more confident in mm. what he's doing, and it's yeah, it's just it's really exciting to like see your partner step into their own and like be in that space with oh, them. Oh
1: yeah, abs, absolutely. Mm. I was reading about this somewhere. Someone was talking about this, about how attractive it is to witness your partner in their element. To watch them do something that is maybe out of their comfort zone or maybe they're they're just really, really good at. But just watching your partner do something is such a turn on. Oh, yeah. Like, huge. And I was thinking about that with me and Ollie. um, When he recorded, when he did that interview um, Mm. with Sean McMullen for his Mm. documentary... Um, and he sent us the clip. He, he edited it and he uploaded it to YouTube. I don't know if it's public yet, but he sent us the link and watching the video of Ollie doing it. I was just like, I mean, even watching him that night when Mm -hmm. he was doing it, you know, Ollie, he is a, what's the word? Orator. He is, he's so well spoken. Mm -hmm. He is so just like eloquent, like just oh like the things that he says and the way that he says it Mm -hmm. it's it's very attractive to me Mm -hmm. and watching him in that element of using his brain and saying all these philosophical things i'm just like whoa that gets me off like that turns me on i remember feeling that way when i would watch him when he was um doing when he was in university and doing his master's and he'd be having like these really intense conversations with his with his classmates Mm. and just watching him get all fired up about it I was like woof like that is there's something about that Mm. and I know other women would probably say like watching their husband outside chopping wood well that's like (laughs) I would like to watch I would love to watch that too boys (laughs) arrange that
0: right (laughs) weekend wood chopping at Lindsay's house Me and you just
1: sitting on the fucking deck. We'll
0: put put a baby gate on the deck so the kids stay sequestered and the boys can just chop some wood. I I don't have a fucking fireplace or anything, but we'll we'll make it work. Make it work. Just just sell wood. Do like a lemonade stand, but selling wood out on the front porch. You can pay extra if you want to come watch. (laughs) So, speaking of this... What are some, some of like ideal dates or like perfect dates that you would like in the future? This is something that I literally just started thinking about like now in this moment. Or things that like maybe not perfect or ideal, but things that you think would be
1: delightful to do with your partner. Money is not an object or are we talking about like more realistic terms? Um, or both? Both. Let's do
2: both.
0: Okay. So like possible now. So one of the things that came to my mind like while we're, while we're having this conversation... I would really like to go to a fucking amusement park with my husband. Huh. That would be so much fun. But I'm not talking like shitty Ferris wheel that's like 10 bucks to ride at the bus. You want
1: like Canada's Wonderland. I
0: want like Canada's Wonderland or Universal Studios. Oh, dang. Shit, like I want a really good... Fucking time. Like, I want to go and, like, have that, that would ad- be fun. adventure, like, thrill-seeking experience and, like, <laughs> have all, like, the adrenaline rushes and, like, see what their reaction is going on a ride and, like, being able to squeeze their hand when you're fucking shitting your pants because you yeah. think you're going to Like, it would just be fun. <laughs> that would be fun. And it's something that Jeff would be into.
1: Like, I'm sure he's probably listening like,
2: yeah, all right, all right.
1: Okay, so is that a realistic one, or is that a money's on an object?
2: It's, kinda, it's, kinda, kinda it's kind
1: of
0: realistic. It's in between. Like, it, yeah. uh, we would have to... Where we live in Halifax. Yeah, no,
1: there's no... There's not kind of really anywhere wonderful. to go. We've so got it's fucking kinda, Atlantic
0: Playland. Yeah. It's yeah. a shitty wooden roller coaster. will <laughs> fuck up my back problems forever. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you want back problems? <laughs> Do a wooden roller coaster. <laughs> God, I sound like I'm a thousand years old. Um, but I feel like that. I feel like that is realistic in like five years time. Mm. Not right now, mm-hmm. but it's like one of those things where I'm like, yeah, we can probably make that happen. Um, we're thinking about. We're we're toying with the idea of like going to some sort of um, nature park thing when we're in Mexico solo you going look at it's the animals together it should be his dream yeah? he is an animal lover like oh, no his way. ideal is like let's go to a zoo and look at the animals and so have
1: you guys been to the oh, zoo a thousand times yeah Oakland
0: Oakland like, a thousand times. Like the saddest zoo ever. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, it is. Also, I just hate I
1: hate zoos. I fuck, I hate there's, them. There's there's a there's a I'm sad like, feeling there. I'm like, you're not supposed to be here. You're not supposed to be here. You're a lion. <sighs> you're not native to Nova Scotia. What happens when it's snow? Yeah. Yeah, no.
0: So I'm like, I I go because he loves it so much. Yeah. And yeah, but I there's a big part of me that I'm like, oh. Yeah. I don't yeah. support this fully. Yeah, um, Ethical. But he loves animals. Loves animals. Um, so like we went to the biodome. Oh my god! That's another date from a million years ago that just came back Ooh. into my brain. We went to Montreal. Oh. We went to Montreal when we were young and stupid. I think it might even be before we were married. Oh nice. And we went and it was the best. It was so good. Oh, my God. And we went to Toronto together. Hey. I won a concert. I won a trip and a concert. What? On the radio a fucking million years ago. What was the trip? What was the concert? That was really fun. We went uh, to, oh, Jesus, Cage of the Elephant. Oh, nice. It was
2: awesome. Wow. That's really great. That is
0: really cool. But when we went to Montreal, we all we did was, like, we went and we ate and we shopped and we, mm. like held hands and we went to the biodome which if you've never been to the biodome it's really fucking never cool made. you should go I've
1: heard of
0: that. Um but it was awesome it was just like going and doing things that he liked going and doing things that I liked and, mm-hmm. and like merging in the middle and just being like super fucking cool and having a lot of sex because mm-hmm. we were like fucking 22 or something yeah. <laughs> not that we except for I think we actually no, we have better sex now <laughs> not as frequently yeah not because Difference we don't want there. to not 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 for lack of want. Yeah. Because of interruption.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, like it, I I I want to go, I want to do a lot of traveling.
1: I do, that, so, yeah. Greece it, is up there for us. If money wasn't an object, Ollie and I, Scotland is on our radar for mm. the next couple of years. We've been wanting to go to Scotland for a long time. He's, he went all the time when he was a kid, because he, living in England, it was just more accessible. <laughs> he closer. So he spent a lot of his childhood in Scotland. So I, I've never been, really want to go, I want to take the boys. Mm. So that's on our radar, but that would be like a family trip, but I want to do like a solo trip for me and Ollie. Same. And I've been talking about Bali. Mm -hmm. I've been saying to him, I was like, I want to go somewhere lush, Mm -hmm. like somewhere just alive with with nature, with people, with culture, with food. Like, I just want to be immersed in something lush. Mm. And I want to stay somewhere really warm and in like a cabin where like there's no walls and the breeze is just coming through mm. and you're staying in an all white bed and there's like a canopy and you're eating gorgeous fruit and ah, like that's what I want. Mm. Like if money, money was on an object, we would be doing that. And mm. like, I don't even, it doesn't have to be glamorous. Mm. Like I will slum it. I will fucking slum it. But like just the experience of being there with my favorite person in the Mm. world and experiencing new things. That that's it right there. Experiencing new sensations. Something you've never done before, places you've never seen or been, and getting Mm. to do that with one of your favorite people, like that, that's an ideal date. Mm. You know, if money was not an expense.
0: My um one of my ideal dates right now, which I talk about frequently. Frequently, it's just having forty-eight hours of nothing.
1: Ah, wow, yeah. Having forty-eight hours
0: of nothing with my lover, like just nothing, like nothing to do. Food is like food is done. Mm. Anything that we want is there, Mm. and like essentially, I want like an uh, all all inclusive experience without. The people. food <laughs> just appears. I was just going to say, yeah, like, like a retreat, but like, no people. <laughs> but, like, appears when yeah. I need it. Yeah. And, like, it's always what I want to eat, but just, yeah. like, the joy of nothing. Because mm. one of the things that I remember doing, um, again, when we were young and dumb, that I loved so much is we would have days. it's <laughs> when one of the new Halo came out. <laughs> because I was so fucking cool, and that's what I did with my life. Actually, Halo is awesome, and I miss it. I'm not going to lie. Fuck.
1: I I feel like my nerd is just
0: uh, (laughs) been exposed. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know that about you. I like first-person shooters.
1: I did not know that. I have been seen. (laughs) You've been exposed. I have. But (gasps) I... I, (laughs) I'm I'm still a little bit like,
0: wow, really... Fucking Halo, you. <laughs> like, what? Obsessed, buddy. I was what? obsessed. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Loved it. Wow. Uh, also, like, Mass Effect. Played the shit out of that. Uh, yeah. I, I was into role-playing. So, like, Fable. I Say, yeah, no, so Fable. I, I also liked um, role-playing games, too. But I really liked First Person Shooters. Like, I love the stress release of just, like killing a bunch of aliens <laughs> i'm not even gonna like it's not gonna
1: sugarcoat that one no just really like <laughs> straight love, up fucking the blood and gore of aliens taking my
0: rage out on some fucking aliens uh but i remember like we got we got the new i got it was mine it was my xbox it was my game like nice. not even a lie but i remember we got this new game and all we did For like three days straight was we fucked, we ate, we slept, and we played Halo. And it was delightful. Wow. I think he had to go to work a few times or something. Or I might have had to like on the third day or something. But like I just remember this like chunk of time
2: Mm. where we we were home
1: Mm.
0: and we were in bed. Mm. And there was nothing to do.
1: I like that. That sounds nice.
0: It was so good. Mm. It was so good. So that's like that is like my ideal date mm-hmm. is like forty eight hours of nothing, mm-hmm. to not feel rushed, to not feel mm-hmm. pressure, to just enjoy ourselves in our fullness and loveliness and nothingness. Yeah. Um, preferably somewhere warm. Yeah, that's always a plus for me. Yeah, we're like so we're going to Mexico. Yeah, you were. What the fuck? What the fuck? So, we're going to Mexico in March and the kids are coming. Mm.
1: (laughs) I wish they weren't.
0: I have moments. I make that's not true. I am very excited they're coming. I'm very excited that they're going to get to like go on a plane and have the experience and do Mm. the things. But there's like a big part of me that would love to take, like, to fly with Jeff, to go to Mm. Tulum alone and like again similar to you like white bed canopy Mm. ocean is there Mm. skinny dip when we want to not be disturbed and just like enjoy the shit out of ourselves i think i had previously described it on this show at one point but i had said like my ideal would be going somewhere for two weeks the first week it's just jeff and i and Mm. we get to have our time like our alone time and like Mm, yeah, do what we need to do. Mm. I can go have my, like, Tamaskal with my fucking Mayan shamans and, like, do the healing work and, like, come in and out and yeah. do what I want, but then also mm. have, like, him go and, like, I don't, fucking spearfish or some shit. I don't know what mm. the hell he wants to do in his, like, manly excursion in Tulum, but do what he wants to do and then also like have a lot of time just like lounging yeah. together and doing nothing and like being warm and hot and delicious and having the fruit mm. and like <gasps> just being turned on forever and then have the kids come and like
2: mm-hmm.
0: enjoy and have yeah. the fun as like a family because there is there is this quality of like dating your family too mm-hmm. that's really absolutely important and mm-hmm. yeah and valuable mm-hmm. uh But you got to date you yourself first. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm like, go do my, like, sweat lodges and, like, all of the things. And then you have to, like, date your partner. And Mm -hmm. then you date your family. And Mm -hmm. it's...
1: Yeah. Like, I just... I love that you said that date your family. Yeah. That's... That is... I've never thought of it in terms like that. But, um... Yeah, that is also really important. That's something that Ollie and I, we ended up kind of doing this weekend. We we carved out a lot of time to spend with the boys. Mm. And then at night, we spent it with each other. And I found this weekend to be so fulfilling, mm. like to have that quality time with our boys together and to be giving them our full undivided attention. And seeing them fulfilled then made me feel fulfilled. And then being able to then have that time with Ollie at night was just like, yeah, this past weekend was one of the best um, times in a, in, a, in a long time, we, we really enjoyed it. Um, and in terms of like, a, an ideal realistic date, it would be something along those lines of just, me and, me and Ollie, I don't even care where we are, we could be home, mm. but we, we just have large amounts of time to give to one another and you know, all the the right food is there, all of our favorite food, and it's there, you know, at our, just within reach, and all of our art supplies are there, and all of our favorite music is there, and whatever libations we want, weed, booze, nothing at all, whatever, it's there. The big old bag of shrooms. Yeah, a big old bag of shrooms, a little <laughs> bit of acid, you know, just keep it real, keep it, d- it real. Steady in the acid, <laughs> great. I try some acid tonight
0: <laughs> but but really it would actually be amazing <laughs> yeah, to just no. like have the time
1: and space to like right. no one, i'm feeling like
0: acid tonight
1: right and that was something we've actually have talked about we've said you know wouldn't it be nice to have a weekend where we could do shrooms again like because we always loved our experiences on shrooms they were very enlightening very spiritual very very um, surreal mm. um And we said it would be fantastic to try that again. And I said in the past, you know, pretty recently after having the boys, I was like, being a fresh mom, I was like, I, this, this thought makes me feel really uneasy. I was like, Mm. because I've already had so many, um, things that are going in my, uh, around in my head that make me feel uneasy. Shrooms would just enhance that, multiply that. Mm. I was like, if we're going to do shrooms again, I got to be in a good, grounded as fuck. Yeah. Grounded as fuck in a good Mm. mental state, like all of that. But that would be amazing to, to have that time to, to just fucking explore, Mm. explore each other, explore each other's minds, explore each other's bodies, just explore each other's creative centers, just fucking explore. Mm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Whether I'm in Bali or not, (laughs) you know? (laughs) I just don't want it to be cold. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. Like, it just makes me feel dry inside. (laughs) It. It's like very
0: dry. I used a lot of lube the other night. <laughs> a lot. Not, not even good at... Just put all over your body. It was just a lot. Just... It was, it was a lot, but it was very necessary. And I'm like, it's not even that I'm dry, but it's like my, my discharge is like... Mm. Right? Me too. Like, it's just, it's like... And then the summer, is like, all
1: of it. Oh, juicy. Just I'm just dripping. dripping. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> Your panties are <laughs> dripping. Panties. You're wringing them out at the panties end of the day. Panties perpetually soaked. <laughs> From discharge and sweat. Pussy sweat.
0: Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Ass sweat. Oh, I get the like, where I have that like big indent in one side of my groin from like all of the surgeries and things. I get like this huge sweat stand on one side of my panties, and then the other one is just like baby sweat stand. <laughs> it's really funny. It
1: really which, which is worse, puss sweat or titty sweat? Ooh. Right? I mean, ass sweat is up there. It's really uncomfortable to have ass sweat. But the titty sweat, oh.
0: I feel like it's not, I don't. Mm. I don't know. That's a hard question. And I'm like, I don't... I've come to terms with them. Like, I don't hate them anymore. Mm. I used to hate... I used to get really uncomfortable with my, like, crotch sweat situation. Mm. Like, I would get up and like,
1: oh my God. (laughs) I have visible crotch stains. (laughs) Uh,
0: I don't really care anymore. Like, I don't often think about it. Sometimes I'll make a joke about it. I'm like, oh, it's a hot one.
1: (laughs) But I don't... Like, it doesn't bother me but in terms of like your comfort level
0: i find
1: like are you more comfortable with your boobs sweating with your ass sweating or your puss neutral i think i'm more comfortable with
0: know what i did not like what my under bump sweat
1: You're under... Oh, yeah. 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 That was vicious. Yeah. So
0: I would, like, wear, like, this cute cotton stretchy dress and then sit down and, like, have a meeting with somebody. Yeah. And then get up and it's just, like, soaked from, like, my belly button down. (laughs) Just, like... It's, like... It, like, takes the crotch sweat and then merges. Yeah. And
1: it's, like, this,
0: like... Oh, yeah. It's not cute. And it just makes it all
1: the more itchier, right? It's just not cute. That's what I don't like about the tits sweat is that then it gets really itchy and we're I'm prone to eczema. See, I don't, it, I don't get itchy. I don't think I get itchy. Oh, I hate it.
0: I don't think I get
1: itchy. I'm like, I'll tuck my shirt under my pancake titties <laughs> to dry it up. <laughs> but then it just feels even weirder because then my shirt is stuck. I mean, I'm stuck that. now, I've but. Because <laughs> <laughs> my pancake sits. There.
2: Uh,
1: well, I've done wonderful.
0: that. I've done that. I've totally done the whole, like, well, maybe if I. I'm going to start hiding
1: my credit card and keys under my tits. Oh my god, please do. Please do. Put some chapstick under there. Oh yeah. You want some lip balm? Just lift your chin up. It's warm. It's good to go.
0: Fuck. It's softened for you. i my tits can hold a lot if I want it to. Oh my god. Yeah. That's... Actually, incredible we should do like oh what isn't it like the pencil challenge or something let's do it instead well. of in your hair just do it under the tit how yes. many pencils can your under tit hold oh my god I need pencils <laughs> I will so do that next retreat activity <laughs>
1: Bonding
2: experience. I was just gonna say, there's our icebreaker. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies. Now we're gonna put some pencils under our tits.
2: <laughs>
1: oh my god, oh, that's amazing. That's good. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, how did we get talking about sweat? I really don't know.
0: Oh, cause we're talking about dry pussy. Right, <laughs> yes. of yeah. of, because of winter. Yeah, because <laughs> of winter. Oh, that's great. Anyway. anyway, dating's great. You should definitely date yourself and your partner and your family and anybody else and maybe friends. There you go. Maybe friends with benefits. There you go. Maybe new potential lovers. Yep. I don't know if Tinder's the right way to do it, but
1: either way, just fucking I'll, date. I'll report back on it. <laughs> <that. laughs> Meanwhile, I'm going to join ChristianMingles.com. Oh my god! Find myself a a real steady guy. Oh, <laughs> except for I'm sure, like,
0: if I was a, if I was like a mm. hardcore Christian, I'm sure yeah. that would be like the best fucking platform.
1: You're right. You're right. You're right. I, yeah yeah.
0: Just not uh, just. I feel like it's not the place to go and uh, talk about your experience with the. Shaman, and <laughs> with, yeah, with, and uh, yeah, your animals yeah. that visit you, and yeah, yeah. Your, there you go. You no, know, I feel yeah. like they might, uh, they you might scare the Jesus out of them, literally.
1: Uh, yeah, no, uh, Christian Mangles is not for me.
0: Not for you. No,
1: not for you. there was a time that it probably would have been for me. I I am interested in in Tinder though. I think that would be a fun experiment to do with. With Ollie. It's a fun experiment. It's fun. It's still yeah. like it's it's like it's
0: really nice, especially having been in a long term relationship for so long, mm. to have that like, Do I still got
1: it? Mm-hmm. Moment. Like it's that Yeah,
0: absolutely. Could I yeah. swim with the fishes? Yeah. If I wanted to. Yeah.
1: And the comfort I... of your own home, you find that out. Yeah. Right? it's pretty fun. Yeah, I think that's be something that perhaps Ollie and I will explore it's fun like
0: it's fun and then it's like fun to like look because we'll get one of the things that we were doing is like comparing um matches like looking at like oh are you gonna swipe right on that person or laugh like what are you gonna do oh, he, oh she's cute oh, she, oh he's cute like it was really fun to to be like oh that's what you're interested in really yeah It's fun.
1: It's just fun. I could tell by the smile on your face. It was very fun. It's
0: very. Also, I'm gonna show you some of these men that match with me, and you'll be like, "Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna live through you for the next couple of months. Oh, feel fucking free. Oh, this (laughs) this one's very pretty. He. Whoa, he's very pretty. He's originally from Mexico. Oh, oh, wow. Why
1: are you gonna go on a date with this guy?
0: Cause he hadn't asked me yet. Not that I have to wait for somebody to ask me, but I am technically new to this dating thing. Also,
1: right? Can we just, like... Okay. Okay, okay! Okay. (laughs) Okay!
0: Oh, man.
1: Have you messaged
0: him? I have not. Should I now? Yes. Like, do it. Oh, my
2: God. Message.
0: Just so beautiful. I was having a conversation with Jeff about this, I think, earlier today, where I was saying, I wonder if there's part of me that is, like, programmed to be turned on by, like, cut men. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, you could save me from a tiger. You you, you you could save me. You could run. We're yeah. good. Yeah,
2: we're you good. You could throw me over a cliff if <laughs> you needed
0: to. Yeah. Like, there's there's this weird, like, primal thing. Anytime I see, like, a well Built man, and I'm not talking like crazy buff, Mm. but like anytime I see like a defined man, I'm like whoa. You can save me. It's like the the alarm bells go off, Mm. and I'm like,
1: lock it down, lock it down, go. That's interesting idea, perspective. Yeah.
0: Anyway, I've I've realized that it's like a like I'm having a hard time not swiping right on this just because of the build. Like I'm like. There's
1: So if you you only see people if you match with them. You don't see people if they like you, but you So don't. no, you can't only message somebody if somebody matches with oh, you. Alright. This guy? Feel know. free to
0: read this out. Jesus Christ.
1: I'm already jealous of the hubby, but also glad we got matched. Ha ha ha. Well that's one way to start a conversation. I was just like, who the fuck are you? Honest but creative ways always work. Alright, attractive points about your profile, being a podcaster, trying to get out of the comfort zone, magical smile and photogenic face, anything else that could possibly surprise me? Whoa. I threw up
0: in my mouth a little when I read that, though.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to lie.
0: Was... No, I was like laying it on thick, bud. Yeah. It's not, uh, it's not, Not. and he was, he was one of those where I was like,
1: uh, I don't yeah. know. Independent thinker, driven and focused on goals, love working out, bookworm, experienced gamer, nature lover and spiritualist, 420 friendly, great friend. I think Jana. 420 friendly is like one of the only reasons I swiped back. Oh shit, have beat the cancer. Fiscally yeah. conservative, socially liberal. Let's meet up in person.
0: Yeah. You know, I not after you sent me that. No friend. Oh, this mm. is the one who's now ghosting me, which is unfortunate asshat he's super not my type at all not even
1: a little bit but he's adorable oh
2: oh yeah he's adorable
1: yeah okay okay i think like, what it's... did you just do some modeling on the side yes we were talking about that briefly. oh wow all right then it's adorable sales oh i shouldn't read that uh just a huge nerd that loves to pray at the church of iron fee Science
2: Science? I love books Science. <laughs> Science? Oh. I love
1: books, video games, Fuck. and movies, sci fi, horror especially. Let's grab a coffee, talk about our favorite novels and musicians down by the pier, and watch a scary movie going to school for heavy equipment repair. Yeah. Anyway, we had a really good conversation and then. And
2: yeah. then
1: nothing. And then he disappeared, which is that
0: Tinder game thing. But like, really big conversation. Oh. Yeah, so it was. I was. I'm not gonna lie, heart's a little broken. Oh, not really, not really, because I'm like, I'm little happily, hurt. I'm little but hurt, little but hurt, accurate, yeah. accurate. I'm like, how can you go from talking this much mm. to not just being like, hey, you know what, change my mind? Mm. How means, do sorry, how do you know he ghosted? Ever. How how explain this to me? I'm, well, I don't know. I assume because it's I've not heard from him since. Like, late afternoon yesterday, I think. And so you have sent him a message and he hasn't replied. We sent him three and he hasn't replied. Uh, and
1: were they
2: like... Okay,
0: that makes me sound thirsty as fuck. No, but...
2: Uh... I finished
0: the conversation with two things. Yeah. And then today I sent him a hi. At like... Okay. Later this evening when I was like, oh, I haven't heard from him in a while.
1: So, but were you like the last three messages were you like, okay, let's set up this date, blah, blah, well, blah. Well, what happened is we had a date... Set
0: in the calendar. So he I went into the den and I was like, oh my fuck, I have a date with somebody who's not my husband. What do Mm. I do? Um, Because originally we were going to go to Lot 6 and we were going to get a drink after his work on Wednesday night. That was the big plan. And then out of nowhere, oh hey, I'm going to have to cancel. I just checked my timer and I realized that I have a birthday party that night. And then he said something else and then he disappeared. Hmm. So I'm like, did you...
2: Mm. Or
1: have you changed your mind? Mm. Yes, yeah, I'm. Um, yeah, the
2: whole right?
0: ghosting thing. It's right? It's, we- it's, we- it's weird. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Mm. It's weird to be in that, like, hmm. mm-hmm.
1: Why'd you stop talking to me? Oh, this is very weird. Right? It's just stra- It's just strange. But then at the end of the day, you get to go and fall asleep and have sex with your husband. So. Right? That's what like. <laughs> So it's i like, don't a little bit butthurt but not really
0: right like i'm like i don't care because i don't actually need this yeah like i don't i don't require this mm-hmm. i think it's more so like the annoyance of like oh we were having a like a good conversation yeah we
1: were bonding and then
0: you just disappeared yeah like i i like upfront people i like people that are like
1: I'm hey now. you know what
0: this isn't actually gonna work out or you know what turns out i'm not actually interested or hey this better thing came up mm. great talking to you anyway yeah i'm like sweet right peace out friend thanks for being up front right anyway i i imagine in my head the story in my head because this is what happens when you don't get the closure of having a conversation with somebody the story in my head as of right now is like he i don't know maybe told a friend at work or like showed a picture to a friend at work and they were like what are you thinking going on a date with a mom who's married? <laughs> right? And like then have them talk him out of it?
1: Possible. Or the, or the opposite could be, that's really cool. Wow. Go on that date. Because if I had a friend who was like, listen, there's this person, they're married, they have kids, but like the other, the partners in the know about it, we're thinking about going on a date I'd be like, dude, that sounds like a pretty cool situation.
2: Right?
1: Like, hit that. I would want to get to know that person. Like that, that person must be really fascinating to be able to be in that space in their life. Right. And I do think that about you. I think that you and Jeff are are just two awesome people and to be doing this in your relationship, I think it's, I always think... Whenever I hear of other people who are in like long term relationships and they're dating other people, they're polyamorous or whatever, I'm like, fuck yeah! Like, to have the the emotional articulation to be able to have that conversation with your partner mm. continually about these things, yeah, and then also have that emotional awareness in yourself and what you are ready for, what you're not ready for, create those boundaries. Like, all of that takes so much work oh my and God. time and awareness and yeah, just it's a lot connection with with another human being who you're in a relationship with to be able to say, yeah, let's open it up a little bit. Mm. You know, I, I I really do admire people who are able to do that. I admire you and Jeff it's fun. for Thanks. being in this place in your lives. Like, it's really, it's,
0: yeah, it's fun. It's Thanks. awesome. It's really, it's really cool. And it's, I think, I think the reason, part of the reason it's so delightful is like it never anticipated.
1: Yeah, you know what? Like, when you told me yesterday about it, I was trying, I thought, I felt like I could remember when we first started podcasting, you saying something like you enjoyed being monogamous. Like, I feel
2: like we had a conversation about it. I did.
1: Yeah. And it's funny because I still do.
0: Yeah. Okay. I still do. I still, like, there's still, and this is where it's really interesting where it's like there is, there's this part of me that craves and loves new and different and adventurous and, like, Mm. trying new things. But then there's this other part of me that loves and adores stability. Mm. And so it's, like, for me, the idea of, like, going out and dating people and, like, meeting new people and and doing that thing is really exciting. But when it comes down to, like, fucking people, I don't think I'm interested. Hmm. But I don't know yet. Like, I won't – it's one of those, like, I'm curious if I met – the right person and was in the right circumstance would that change for me
2: mm-hmm.
0: or if I met a whole bunch of people
1: mm-hmm.
2: and
0: had all of the opportunity in the world to sleep with people would I be like no I'm actually good and I really do like being monogamous and I think right? also at the end of the day it's also enhancing your and just sex life exactly yeah. exactly so it's like even if like I do go on a whole bunch of dates at the end of the day I'm still coming home to my husband and you're like this is what I'm going to change here's the dish babe like it's it's going to like light and ignite the fire that we already have Mm -hmm. um and i like that might sound terrible to some people where it's like oh well you're just using these people i'm like no i'm being super upfront upfront and honest with anybody i just read your profile you're very upfront and i and anybody i've been talking to whether they're like oh is like this something that you do? Are you like DTF? Like what's going on? I'm like, honestly, I don't know. Uh, I'm, this is all new. I'm figuring it out. I'm kind of just dipping my toes in the water and, and feeling my way through this thing to, to suss out, like, do I truly love being monogamous? And, and is that where I'm happy, mm. happiest? Or have I just not been in the right situation or environment to figure out if maybe I am a little more polyamorous or open.
2: Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah.
0: But that all makes perfect sense yeah. to me. So that's why I'm like, I do really like I do really like being monogamous mm. still. Like, I still... There is... I love that stability, mm-hmm. but I'm like... I, I, I feel like I won't... I won't be able to fully know or, like, revel in it as much as I could if mm-hmm. I don't allow myself
1: the room to play.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, it's, it's interesting because I think that we... In terms of sexuality, you know, this is really blending into a conversation, I think we should have in another episode, about sexuality and about how we define it for ourselves and the choices that we mm. make in defining that uniquely for for ourselves. And in terms of polyamory, you can decide for yourself what polyamory means to you. Does mm-hmm. it mean dating and having sex with other people? Does it mean just dating? Does it mean just talking to other people? Does mm. it mean... Um, People just seeing you and you have that, that, that knowledge of knowing that other people are attracted to you, but you're not engaging in conversation. Mm. You know, you get to to define for yourself what level, uh, what, what does polyamory mean to you? What does opening up relationship Mm. mean to you? And I think that we all have to broaden our understanding of our sexuality and relationships and that you can define it for yourself. Just because you're married doesn't mean you have to follow a set book of rules. Just because you're single doesn't mean you have to follow a set book of rules. Just because you're transsexual, you're asexual, mm-hmm. objections, whatever, does not mm-hmm. mean you have to follow a set, a set book of rules. And we all have There's choices. There's a spectrum to everything. Absolutely. And so I, I am I'm really, uh, I'm really enjoying all of this. And, and I'm really proud of you for doing this and Thanks. for stepping out and saying being authentic to yourself and being totally up front mm. all through it and for Jeff to be up front right. and for him to be stepping out of his comfort I zone like this it. is you know it, it's it's really empowering it's really inspiring to mm. to be seeing you guys on this journey like Thanks I've been friends. excited all along you know when you <laughs> like like when was, I was gonna make out with a
0: random yeah. at a party <laughs> like
1: I think it started Did all this start the summer I feel like it started maybe before the summer because I remember we were having talks with Jeremy and Bridie about you looking for a threesome. Mm, so that's, like, it, the threesome
0: conversation was that sparked everything. And yeah. I think I think, I think think at the end of the day, that is still where we're at. Mm. Like, I think, because even when I'm talking about, like, going out on dates, like, there's part of me that's like, okay, I'll go out and find the person. <laughs>
2: that's awesome.
0: Right? Like, there's this part of me that's like, okay, I'm on a mission yeah. to find the right person who gels well with me. Who I'm attracted to enough that I'll be like, yeah, okay, you can come home now. Yeah. You can like Bring c- it in. come in, to- which makes me sound like this really fucking weird, <laughs> creepy.
1: No, it does not. Like, not at all. kind of,
0: because <sighs> the story in my brain, like, they're, they're, Any close resemblances to what I'm describing that you would see in, like, media or, like, storybooks when you're growing up and shit is, like, the evil crazy witch or something who's, like, going out and, like, trapping the guy and bringing him home to the dragon or something. It's really interesting. Do you know what I mean, though? Mm. Like, there's this, Mm -hmm. like, weird internal narrative that I'm, like, actively dismantling by doing this stuff Mm. that I'm, like, what? feel so weird and shitty. I'm like, but it's not. It's, it's not. not. It's not. But there is a part of me that's been programmed to believe that it is. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, woo. So yeah, I think I think it still is the the threesome thing. Like I think that's um, we
2: goal. want a playmate. Like we mm-hmm. want
0: we want or I anyway. I will speak for myself. Like I want somebody who can kind of be comfortable enough with both of us that they can come into our space and come into like our sexual chemistry without fucking it up like Mm. that we can fucking mutually respect and like have them mutually respect it like i just want Mm. it's possible i know it is and it's and this this feels like the first way of sussing out if that's what we want, if that were what were, we're interested in it, but then the other thing is like Jeff keeps throwing me wild cards, like, if you want to go fuck somebody, go for it. And I'm like What does one do with that information? <laughs> you go
1: fuck someone! Like- <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? This is, but
0: this is where I'm like, well, maybe I am happy being super monogamous because there there's, there's not like this huge part of me that's like, mm. oh my god, let's go!
1: Like, if, I don't know that dude from McGill with that fucking profile. I, if
0: you match with me, <laughs> plans may change, friends. Plans may fucking D-T-F. change. DTF. Okay. Because, it, but yeah, like there's, there's, is, there is this. There's something, there's something mm. that I just, I'm in this phase of feeling it out and giving myself permission to feel it out
2: mm. when
0: otherwise I probably wouldn't.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? So it's just, it's interesting. Exciting. It is exciting. It's like this, this playful period of my life that I feel like a lot of people don't get to until they're like kids are grown up and yeah, out of the house. Absolutely. And, like swingers, right? Uh, I was going to say, and I feel this is why one of the reasons that swingers has always been like... Associated with like older, like fifties yeah. and up people, mm-hmm. um, because yeah. that is often the case. Like you wait to live your life or like explore your sexual self until your kids are out of the house. Mm-hmm. Like fuck
1: that! I made, I made them babies, and now I'm like. Of course, because like because of technology, it's enabled us to be at home with our children, but then open up our phone and be having a conversation with someone we're interested in. Yeah, maybe you know back in the day. They'd have to actually pick up a telephone and a phone book, and just, or find the pineapple, <laughs> or, or go porch. to the library, or I don't what? fucking know. Yeah, grocery I, store. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's. I think. I think there is a big component of like information being more accessible mm-hmm. through a whole bunch of different media, like yeah. not just the internet, but like podcasts, for example. Like mm-hmm. there's so much readily available content to absorb, which which then opens up your eyes for what's out there and what's possible and like mm-hmm. what you can, what arenas you can play in. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, it's funny cause we were talking about dates and I, Jeff and I set a future date for something we want to do and I forgot about it. There's a sex club in Toronto that we really want to go to. So we were, he was listening to the latest Turn me on episode and they had a couple of swingers on the show and they were talking about like how they got into swinging and how this is also what like deepened the tinder thing this is what like ignited the let's get on tinder because we were talking we were googling sex clubs and we were looking at this one sex club that they were talking about on the show and we googled it and i was like this place looks fucking awesome i want to go i was like we need to plan a weekend where we can just go and, like, go to the sex club and, like, hang out and, like, be naked in front of other people and, like, see other people fucking and, like, wow. maybe fuck in front of some people. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just this, like, weird appeal where it's, like, it just everything feels a lot more accessible mm-hmm. in that environment. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, right now all I know is I want to go on dates with people and I want to fuck in, so- in front of somebody at some point. That's, like, high on the list of shit I want to do. He's also right on board with that, too, which is really delightful. Because I'm like, who
2: are you? (laughs) Fuck yeah!
0: Um, But those are, like, the two things that I'm, like, are are what I want right now. That's awesome. And then there's a whole bunch of, like, well, maybe I want to make out with somebody. Well, maybe Mm. I want somebody to touch my pussy who's not my husband. Well, maybe I want to bring somebody home and have a threesome like maybe mm-hmm. maybe i want to sit on a different dick i don't know i don't think so but i don't know but
1: you don't know but right? you're testing the waters right? so i'm feeling it out you're feeling it out you're sussing it I'm out feeling that shit out of it and you're keeping me in the loop oh yeah i'm, I'm barely i'm keeping <laughs> all y'all in the fucking
0: loop Feel like there's gonna be like this series of like Lindsay's dating experiments yes. on Patreon for people. Like yes. here is just the unfolding of Lindsay's dating experiences. Part one, part yeah, two, yeah. part three, part four, <laughs> like... part five, threesome. <gasps> it happened. <laughs> that would be like the fucking
2: tale. That's amazing. But it's, yeah. I'm done with that.
0: Yeah. It would be, it's, because it's, it's also like one of those things where I'm like, it would be great for me to have this like documentation Mm. of this season of my life Mm -hmm. and like what, what figuring out my sexuality looked like when I was 30 years old. Right? It feels like midlife crisis gone early, but it's not like it's a crisis in the best sense. Yeah. Right?
2: Yeah.
0: Like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, and, and peeps get to like live vicariously through me or be inspired to try the shit out for themselves.
1: Fuck yeah. Right? Honestly. And if anyone has any tips, tricks, stories, oh my God, yeah. email us at momgasm podcast at gmail.com. Preferred dating apps that I should be on. There you go. Somebody wants
0: to come set up my Hinge profile for me because... If somebody wants to fuck Lindsay and Jeff, please email us. <laughs> Except for you need a penis. Oh, yeah. Sorry. And you I, have to send really good example photos. You need, you need some definition <laughs> yeah. and you need to send me some great photos yeah. and you, a penis is required. Strap-on is not an option. I'm sorry. There you go. I need a real penis. <laughs> Not that strap-on play is not fun, but I, in this imaginary scenario, require two penises. A real, warm, penis. I keep joking. Penis. I keep joking. When I'm, like, going through profiles, I'm like, you look like you might cross swords.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you show sure that your profile requires someone who might cross, <laughs> cross swords with my husband. to of swords encouraged. Fuck.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> that would be hilarious. That would be, that
1: would be hilarious. Hilarious. really funny. That would be really funny.
0: Yeah. But, All right. On that note, peace, love, and a whole lot of cum, friends. Just not syphilis.
1: so much for tuning into this week's episode. If you're craving a little bit more momgasm in your life and want to meet us in the flesh, come to our first live show of 2020. It's happening March 6th here in beautiful Halifax, and it's a part of the Atlantic Podcast Summit. We're going to be hitting the stage at nine o'clock and blowing your fucking tits off, babe. We are so excited to be back for the Atlantic Podcast Summit, and we can't wait to have a wild night. Tickets are $15 and available now. Check out the link in our description. If you're unable to make it, please head over to our Patreon where we are serving up all the treats. We are giving you snail mail, we're giving you bloopers, we're giving you unreleased material, all right there on Patreon. Go to www.patreon.com slash momgasmpodcast to join in on the fun. And if you haven't already joined, please head on over to Facebook, like us, and join the Momgasm Den. That is the community that we are building with you, our listeners, and we are so blessed to be doing it. We're having conversations that are stemming from the episodes and so much more. And remember to like, subscribe, and share, and send us a little love.